Well, hello everybody out there in music video land, and welcome to another edition of uh, This Week in Music Videos, the music video podcast where we're talking about stuff related to music videos all contained in a seven-day period, also known as a week. There are 52 of them in the year. My name is Adam. This is podcast is brought to you by IMVDB, the Internet Music Video Database at imvdb.com. Um, and wish with me as usual is uh mr doug Klinger. how are you doug doing super good 52 weeks in a year 52 it's... weeks 52 podcasts that could That's be a, that would be a great like refrain in a rap song yeah we'll we'll let's we'll get drake on the horn and be like drake we have a line for you put it wherever you want mm-hmm. put, wrap it in whatever you want but think about this 52 weeks <laughs> 52 podcasts and i mean he, like, he did that like who the fuck are you how did you get this number would be the first thing he says, and then we'll explain it. And he'll be like, oh, I love that site. And uh, yeah, I wonder if Drake has ever looked at the site. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. He's uh, with it. Uh, he did do that Tuesday, the club going up on a Tuesday song. Right, so. which means, and we discovered that, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. We we really uh, put it out there. Um, and then I'm keeping him silent because he hasn't been introduced yet. Um, <laughs> the new Mike Boy, North of the Wall, of Fringe Music Fix. Mr. Adam Alexander. Adam, show everybody your new voice. This is my new voice. Oh, God, no. It's hideous. No, I'm just kidding. Put it um, away. <laughs> we gave, uh, or we sent Adam a new mic. Because it sounded like you were talking in one of those World of Warcraft headsets. Yeah, um, it was. You were, yeah, now you're, now you're, you're doing, you have a blue snowball, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the same mic that I'm rocking. Sweet. Rocking. Let's I have a name, same mic. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. And then well, Doug, you have a Yeti, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not not as cool. More expensive though, so fuck you guys. <laughs> um so we're here to talk about we're gonna get into some music videos in just a little bit. What? We got a great uh little list going on. This is a great week for music videos. We'll talk about all those, but I wanted to see if anybody was I'm just still kind of stewing and mad over the blurred lines uh verdict. That happened this week, and I was wondering if any of you guys are also as well as angry as I am. No, definitely not as angry as you are. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm like... pretty angry. I'm pretty angry too. You're genuinely genuinely angry, Adam. Yeah, I feel like they're opening some floodgates for all kinds of annoying things to happen. Right, and if anybody knows doesn't know what's going on or what happened. Uh, Marvin Gaye, his family, obviously Marvin Gaye is dead and has been for a long time, sued Pharrell, uh, Robin Thicke, and to a lesser extent, I think his, I don't know how, how what the legal term is, but he doesn't have to pay anything, T.I., for his rap verse on Blurred Lines, which they said stole from uh, a Marvin Gaye song. That the name is just and right here we're gonna right here we're gonna play you the two and you tell us if you think they sound this. No, we're not really gonna do that. <laughs> Got to give it up. There it is. Um, which which if you listen to it is has like a kind of a similar vibe, but the main similar thing is that there's a uh, there's like a drum kit and a cowbell kind of keeping keeping the beat there. Um, I think they're suing the actual cowbell too. Yeah, the cowbell's got. I mean, the cowbell's Cowboy's career butt. is ruined, basically. And I thought, it, you know, in terms of a music video angle here, I'm not sure that there there is one. Although, um, there is. If we talk about Isaac Rentz tweet, yeah, Isaac Rentz tweeted a picture of the courtroom sketch, which is one <laughs> of the most hilarious courtroom sketches ever because this trial was kind of a circus. It included, I mean, uh, Robin Thicke showed up and like played keyboards and like sang to the jury. Um, Sherelle <laughs> showed up. Uh, they had music experts on both sides. It sounds like one of the most entertaining trials ever. Why did he do that? Why did he sing? I think, so here's the interesting thing. They wouldn't play the actual Marvin Gaye song in the court due to some like legal copyright thing. They had to play a modified version, but they played Blurred Lines several times. Um, so I guess Robin Thicke was trying to go through and defend it, even though he didn't Kind of like but like he was defending dem- it. In, he's defending it in song. He's like, "You guys, I'm sorry." <laughs> and no, it, well, he was sorry about one thing. He claimed that he co-wrote the song with Pharrell, and he said he was drunk when he did, gave the interview. Um, and that he what actually did. Wait a minute. Wrote, wrote the whole thing. Oh, 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 oh! I get that. People do that kind of shit all the time. Artists do that shit all the time, though. Like they're talking about something that they were involved in, and they'll stick themselves 
into it. Anytime an artist has said they've directed a music video, mm. <laughs> except for Grimes in this terrible video that we're going to talk about in a little <laughs> bit, um, uh, they didn't really. <laughs> it was like, it's... If an artist is like, yeah, this is an idea I had, they're lying. It's um it's funny because the, the one of the I was just hearing some reports on the radio about it and they said one of the things that happened in the trial or like during the courtroom uh, proceedings is that the the jury on the side of the gay family told like used the fact that uh, Robin Thicke's second album or the album after Blurred Lines had, had tanked as proof that like he wasn't talented enough to make this song like the, I think it was called. Uh, Whatever the it, his wife's name, and we right. had that video um, that that also tanked, where it was basically him with like text messages over his face of him and his wife kind of breaking up. Yeah, right. And it was his face. It was ba- yeah, basically his face. I mean, it was directed by somebody pretty big. I think it was directed by uh... Wayne Newton. It was uh, Jonas Ackerland. Right. Um, get her back in 2014. So terrible video, which, um, which apparently had a big, gigantic <laughs> budget as well. Right. So we. So so words on the street is that was a five million dollar video. No, it wasn't. He had that. like the uh, the deluxe emoji pack there. There, there was like six hundred dollar emoji. I'm still waiting on the emoji update. Mm-hmm. There there is supposed to be a racially diverse emoji update, and like I haven't got it yet. Did you guys did it uh, hit Canada yet? No. It didn't. We don't have emoji here. Nothing. Oh, wait, because you also have a different kind of weird phone. So anyway. Um, well, that was good. That went well. So let's talk about some <laughs> talk of about music that. Yeah, there wasn't really a music, but I'm glad that you're upset. I was just upset, so I thought I'd bring it up and see if anybody had any thoughts. I'm, I apologize. Well, let's get into the stuff that's actual music video related. I don't know where you guys want to start. Um, what video makes you the maddest this week is, I guess, Carly, where we could start. Carly Rae Jepsen. Really, the Kylie Rae Jepsen video? Yeah, that's, that's among it. A lot of these videos make me mad. Okay, well, yeah, a lot the... of things make you mad. I find. Yeah. Oh, all right. Let's not make it personal here, guys. Well, let's let's start with the <laughs> Kylie Rae Jepsen video. I think that's a pretty good way to place to start. And then the song is called "I Really Like You" by Kylie Rae Jepsen. It's been a while. It feels like not that long ago, but it's kind of been a while. Maybe two and a half years. I think this upcoming summer is two years. I think since the Kylie Rae Jepsen "Call Me Maybe" song swept everything and and uh adam can you confirm that kelly ray jepson is in fact a canadian yeah she is definitely a canadian i'm not sure if she's i think she's from toronto but she's definitely canadian she def- i think she's definitely east coast canadian um super cute uh love kelly ray jepson and discovered by justin bieber yes for, for real yeah, yeah that's she's that's like why his he, prodigy or that's why he's protege. in this video like so, if you're doing like an SAT analogy, it would be Usher to Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber to Crowley no, no, no. Jepsen. It would go Jermaine Dupri to Usher. <laughs> it would go. No, Jermaine... no, no. With, uh, SAT analogies only go one. Oh, okay. There's two of them. Right, I get it. Um, but anyway, this video was notable for starring Tom Hanks, who is the. I guess the way this video is described, it is the day in the life of Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because uh, this is not <laughs> happening. Tom Hanks' day. What uh, is happening? Let's describe it in 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 not the terms that Carly Rae Jepsen used to describe it when it was being made. <laughs> let's just actually say what happens in this video. Tom Hanks is walking down a fake New York street, and 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 over the top fake things are happening to him while he's. While he sings a song, like like people dancing next to in the street next to him, and like running up to him, and the fact that he's walking down the street, like none of those things really happen to Tom Hanks in, on a daily basis. People maybe run up to him, but he probably does things to avoid people who wouldn't want to run up to him. Um, so he walks. So he's heading street. to a video shoot, right? Is that yeah. the idea? Yes, he's heading to right. a video shoot in an, and he gets into an old timey taxi. For whatever reason, um, <laughs> a dirty ass back window. I mean, I love the idea that 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 exists. I just don't. I don't understand where it's coming from. Um, this is clearly Tom Hanks. Now, Adam Alexander would describe his face as uh, a bit rubber, rubbery. A bit rubber, and <laughs> Tom Hanks' face is rubber AF in this video. Um, it's about as rubber as you get. So this is clearly Tom Hanks. Now, it's not like some weird thing where it's the past, but the cab is in the past. Um, 
takes him to the video and then essentially like the the minute that just happened is what is the vi- in the video it's so it's this weird meta thing mm-hmm. and then it ends with like a dance off Carly Rae Jepsen shows up Justin Bieber shows up um two vine stars are in there doing makeup for some reason and <laughs> oh my god i just noticed that yeah, rudy, it's, it's, rudy uh, Mancuso or whatever and king batch I, wow that's their it's that's them in the screen in the thumbnail yeah yeah look at the thumbnail right now it's hilarious yeah. Yeah, it's it's stupid as fuck, is what it is. Um, um, and so, and then that's the video, right? And then, and then that's it. And Tom Hanks like does not nail it. Tom Tom Hanks does not nail it. He does not nail it. Not I, I don't. I don't understand. I feel like they had all the ingredients to make something cool. I, I really think the song is strong. We're gonna hear it like nonstop. Please, and they had Tom Hanks. Wait, wait, stop. You have to justify why Tom Hanks is something cool. Explain to me what makes Tom Hanks a cool thing for a music video. I like I like Tom Hanks. I, I think he's a, a very well uh, liked actor. I know you you you're not a fan, but a lot of people are. I, don't think, I didn't say I'm not a fan. I'm saying okay. I'm but, asking what makes him cool. People well, he's like kind of a big deal, really. But that's not uh, cool. I would say that's not cool. Donald Trump's a big deal, but he's not cool. He Tom Hanks is totally cool. He has tons yes, of. I mean, he is he's, cool. He's uh, so he's kind of well known for being really into typewriters, and I remember. Um, Is he really? Yeah, he he like like all types of typewriters, and I remember. I can't remember the name of the podcast because it's just off the top of my head. It was a Nerdist podcast. It might have been. Is there a podcast called The Nerdist? That's like the main one. Yes, I think so. Um, whoever hosts The Nerdist sent him this vintage, antique, very rare typewriter. As a way to say, just you know, uh, will you come on our podcast? Uh, and Tom Hanks received this and said, "Yes, thank you for the typewriter. This is amazing." Um, and it was like all this is a few years ago, and it was all over Reddit and everything. And and everybody just like I think that was kind of the beginning of everybody realizing like, holy shit, Tom Hanks is awesome. He kind of had like this Brian Williams uh, care flavor where he could be you know serious doing his job serious and then kind of be in the, all these other different roles. So I'm, I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen more Tom Hanks music video stuff. But he must be a Carly Rae Jepsen fan, because I'm Chris, sure he doesn't just do any music video that comes across yeah. his desk. Uh, Chris Hardwick is the name of the man yes. who is Nerdist. Um, we have Tom Hanks in three music videos on our, the database. Uh, 2012 Drive Friendly uh, Macedonia. Mm-hmm. Um, this Carly Rae Jepsen video, and then he's the featured artist in a song we have with Dan Aykroyd as the main artist <laughs> called "City of Crime" from 1987, where both of them rap. Dan Aykroyd is a far superior rapper. Tom Hanks is like a very yelly. He's a very shouty rapper. Um, he was cool then, and I think he's running on fumes right now. I'm still in protest. I, I, uh, I, I cannot. I disagree the, with you more. What is the last good Tom Hanks movie? Catch Me If You Can? It doesn't have to be. I mean, he's a legend. And, uh, yeah. We don't have I mean, a lot of pretty iconic. But that doesn't mean you're cool. Oh, it totally does. does. But just, it's not just, just about... Just because cool. you're a legend doesn't mean you're cool. No, but it doesn't... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think they had the ingredients. This could have been a fun video. They dropped the ball. This thing is terrible. They dropped the ball because Tom Hanks sucks in this video. I, oh, okay, we need to tone in the Tom Hanks hate. Um, it's not. It's. I don't understand. <laughs> Hold on. Explain to me why Tom Hanks is going to help Carly Rae Jepsen sell an album to her audience. She's got some. I mean, her audience is like forty-year-old men. Well, no. The interesting thing is, Doug. A lot of people that I've seen uh, responding to the video like it. Um, whether they're big fans of Tom Hanks and it doesn't matter what he does, they're going to like it. Or, I, I don't know, they find some charm in this uh, video. I, I don't know what they see, but but mostly I've seen people uh, liking it, which is strange. Well, so let's also talk about uh, some aspects of the video. Peter Glanz directed this. Um, I think this is our first entry in the database for him, but he could have directed more videos. I'm not sure. It's a commercial director. Commercial Tip. director. And the so did anybody else find the last big dance number of this, like, kind of off-center, like, in a li- very literal way. Like, it wasn't, like, positioned like in the center. Frame it right? Yeah. They, they, so it was, like, off to the right, like, ten feet. And, like, super underwhelming, too. It, 
there's a behind the scenes. Clearly, Tom Hanks had no idea what was going to happen in the video <laughs> until he got to set. I watched this behind the scenes. There's a like he's clearly being explained everything that's happening. You can see them being taught the dance on set mm-hmm. in their clothes. Like Justin Bieber is there too, like being taught the dance on set. Like everything is was just like happening as it was happening. Like the video got planned, then like it was like super thrown together, like in a day. Thrown together. They found out that they could that Tom Hanks was willing to do a Carly Rae Jepsen video before the concept came, and then and then and then they were like, "Oh, what should we do for the concept?" And they were like, "Didn't you hear Tom Hanks said he was going to be in the video? We don't need to have a concept." <laughs> exactly. And they exactly. don't. And they don't. And then Tom Hanks showed up, and he gave just as much effort as what uh, I just described. And what you get is like an a uh, you know very lackluster video with like massively famous people just like slathered into it and a massive budget and just like squandered nothing nonsense and and weird product placement weird product placement weird product placement with yeah with Tom Hanks on Tinder (laughs) don't fucking joke oh my god this video makes me so upset Uh, (laughs) like actually upset like it is such a bad video I hate that I hate that it even exists uh and it's and it's gonna fl- it's gonna flop, right? Carly Rae Jepsen, "Call Me Maybe" is is uh, gonna have seven hundred million views. This video is gonna peak at twenty, like you know. It's it, I think it's, it's a really good song, though. Oh yeah, I'm definitely on board with the track. Maybe <laughs> it's catchy. It's not but, bad. I, I sing mean, along with it too. I don't. It's a di- dividing track, right? People are gonna fucking hate it or they're gonna love it there's not gonna be any middle ground on this track like call me maybe the people there were people that were furious every time they heard it those people are are weird um well speaking of tinder should we talk about the um oh yeah this video is great let's do it the uh which one is the tinder video i forget the wombats the wombats right give me a try oh yeah that's give me a try uh sort of the sort of the like the the big idea of Tinder. If anybody doesn't know, Tinder is a website where or an app, iPhone. iPhone app where you kind of hook up your Facebook profile and you swipe left or right and you just kind of see different people and you're like, yep, yep. And if you both say, you know, thumbs up to each other, then you're, you know, you can contact each other and plan some some sex. Um, and or something more serious. No, yeah, I think girls use Tinder for stuff more serious, but I, don't I use it for more serious. Then by, I guess if girls are using it, then most of the people are too, because the, most people are pro, are looking for girls. Um, so this video is about it's kind of a clever premise where these people are going through uh, a uh, an app, a fictional app that is obviously supposed to resemble Twitter. Um, t- Tinder. Tinder. What did I say? Twitter. Twitter. Okay. Um, and the app is called Let's Date. <laughs> and uh, it's a very sparkly app, but then Which I would use. I would totally use this. Yeah, please make this. And the person is going through. You know, she sees a couple making out on the bus, um, and she starts kind of scrolling through this app. And then all the pictures kind of come alive, and we see the people in these pictures. And, and it starts. And it's interesting. It does an interesting switch from a female kind of shuffling through male's perspective. And then she finds a guy is on a date, and then when she goes to the bathroom, he pulls out his phone and he's kind of swiping through the ladies. So interesting switch there. Yeah, and it's like it keeps kind of like taking you through. Like you you see a person, then they're using the app, and it's not like a thing. It's not like a thing where like it where like the the person like literally comes alive in the phone. Like you see the picture, and then it's a cut to that person. Right. And initially, they're like you see them posing as they are for the picture, which is like a really nice, and it's like, you see it, like you see them posing for a picture, but you see the action. Like you're looking at video mm-hmm. of them posing, and then you see like a flash, um, which is really funny to like see that like dynamic play out. But then yeah, like kind of once you're introduced to a new person, eventually they end up on the app. And then that introduces you to another person. And then, like, some of the people kind of commingle and you start to see some familiar faces and stuff. But I, I really love this, this style um, of this video. And it's, like, such an – it's so easy to, like, 
come up with an and it's not easy but like it, it it could be done really bad if somebody like tried to work tinder into a music video kind of like the way they tried to work it into the carly ray jepson music video how it just like didn't fit at all and it feels like it could be such a cliche dumb idea to like it, build a video essentially around this this kind of like talk of the month dating app um but this this is done in a really fantastic way i really love this video so I wasn't really huge on this video. Um, the only thing that I will give it is that, like my experiences with Tinder, it definitely made me feel empty and sad. I would <laughs> give it that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it was it was well executed, but it didn't do a whole lot for me. Interesting. You know, I love this a lot. I thought it was. I thought. I thought it was really strong. Um, and a lot of fun. Like I liked all the different characters and it is funny to see like, like the posing is, is really fun to see. Like it, it's like kind of like pulling back a curtain to like show what people are trying to like highlight about themselves and like, you know, like fixing certain, you know, like adjusting and stuff. And it, it's fun to see it from, from like different people's perspectives. Who would you guys uh, pick as the the loveliest lady out of this video? Hmm. I like the old lady with all the dogs. That's your type there? Yeah, I'm into that. I like the girl on the hammock. I'd be into that. She's a little... She's feisty, it seems. She's definitely feisty, because she's... It's her kind of... It's it, Because the image of her that's like the moving image is... Very nicely composed and shot, but then you see like the Tinder picture, and it, it's awful. Right, it's like this like blown out weird like image where the flash was too strong. Like, well, yeah, you it, wouldn't put that on a dating profile. Well, the thing that, about Tinder is you have to use your Facebook pictures, right? Which is, I, I you can I think you easily... can take one though, right? Doug? Yeah, you can take one. What do you mean I'm you can take? Think... No, you, you definitely take, like, can't. A live one. Right, oh, you phone. can do well. Well, you can't use that for your matching picture, though. You uh, can. Yeah, you can yeah, do, you can. No, at you, least on Android, I, I can't speak to iPhone. You can share a picture. You can take a picture and share it like to Snapchat. Yeah, no, no, you, that's a that's a moment. But you can take a picture and slap it up as one of your main picks. You definitely cannot. Um, <laughs> you definitely unless you paid for unless you pay for Tinder Plus or something. You can't do that. <laughs> it's regular Android Tinder. <laughs> uh, you can't do that on my phone. Um, so, I who's your favorite male character though? We've talked about the females. Well, I like uh, the pink housecoat dude. Yeah, he's cool. I like the pink housecoat dude too. I think my favorite dude though is like the is like the redhead dude with the with the giant joint and the female body inspector black t shirt. You guys remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's so fucking cool. good. He's so fucking good. They really do kind of like nail these different types of characters. Like, I feel like the Wombats are kind of an English band. I don't know them for sure. This feels like this feels like an English music video. Um, <laughs> but doesn't it? Like, am I am I wrong here? Like, these characters seem like. Yeah, this, it feels pretty English, yeah. Yeah, this feels like these are characters in, like, London or something. Um, but, like, they really do, like, nail all these different types of, like, like people and then kind of just make fun of them. Um, have you guys ever went to, like, any of those Tumblr sites that, like, just kind of aggregate all the weird people from Tinder? No, are there's, there things? Like there's, that? yeah, like, there's all, and they're, like, they're all really mean-spirited. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like like, and some people like some people you kind of need to be made fun of, <laughs> but like they just make fun of any everybody. Like, like you can tell, like, there's one that's like just like Tinder in Brooklyn or something like that specifically. And I'm like fearful of, I'm like fearful that I'm gonna end up past this girl's like she's just gonna see me because she writes about people she doesn't even match with, she just like goes through Tinder and like takes a screenshot of everybody. And then just shits on them. But there are some that are a little bit more curated and find just the dudes who need to made, be made fun of. Like, right. there's one that's just people with, like, just dudes with tigers. Ooh. Like, all pictures of guys with tigers. That You definitely fall into that category. Yeah, right. No, my main picture is me with 11 tiger stuffed animals. I'm dressed as one. Mm-hmm. Diaper. We all have diapers. <laughs> It's just like a weird thing. Oh, I uh, think it's time to move to the next video. 
Um, I, I, I would love to talk about chopping blades if we, if I, yeah. if I can. No, yeah. By yeah. Mike Will made it. Uh, who I think doesn't have like a huge amount of recognition, like name recognition, uh, because a lot of his stuff has been. He's a producer. He doesn't producer. He doesn't rap, yeah, he doesn't rap at all. Although you might, if you listen, like you know, when he does make a beat, he like as producers are known to do, they have like a little calling card that they put in the beat. Right, and, and his, his is Mike Will. Oh, oh, yeah, like some woman saying like Mike. Will yeah, it goes it. like this: Mike Will made it. How the hell I do? <laughs> And he's he's produced some massive tracks. Like oh, you've, yeah, heard, you've heard his tracks, yeah, for yeah. sure. And like the, and, Miley Cyrus stuff, and yeah, and he and the and his his last music video. So here's why I brought this video up, other than the fact that it's hilarious because it's got riffraff and anything riffraff in is funny. But um, awesome. but uh, Mike Will made its last music video is the Hannah Lux Davis directed. Um, 23, featuring Miley Cyrus, Wiz Khalifa, and Juicy J, which is currently sitting at near uh, about 400 million views. Uh, where, when, when do you think Chopping Blades is going to hit 400 mil? Well, it came out two days ago, and it's at 330k, so... <laughs> never, never. It's going to be a significant drop-off, but that's fine. I think that's fine. Uh, well, it's also not a pop track. It's like one of those, no, you know, no, no. everybody getting line rap tra- rap songs, right? Um, but it features Riff Raff with uh, pink hair, I guess. Um, pink yes. and yeah, Adam, do you know how to say this, this name, Slim? Well, I think it's probably just Slim Jimmy, but I don't know what that's all about—the X. Yeah, instead of the I think A, it's it is Jammy. Jammy, maybe. I think the X maybe sounds like an A. Maybe. He's in Ray Sermon, right? Yeah, he is. Okay. So those are both featured. And Riff Raff, of course, is the star of the show. Because anything Riff Raff is in, he's the star of the show. And it takes place in this tiny used car, uh, you know, lot, sales area, um, where Riff Raff is a salesman. And... uh, it kind of like takes place around him. He's like being interviewed. He's in the office talking about like how many cars he's sold. And he's like being a, you know, he's dressed like Riff Raff, except he's in a maroon suit with like, uh, you know, a black shirt on. And he's talking about, you know, how he's like the number one like top salesman. But, and so, you know, that's the premise that sort of starts the video off and, and you can maybe fill in the pieces in your mind of where it goes from here. But my favorite thing is that it's, it's, like we keep getting little bits of these very weird pieces of riffraff talking about how he sold cars and who he sold cars to. <laughs> and you can tell they just let, you can tell they just let him go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there is no script, right? Like the 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 concept for this video is let's have riffraff fuck around as this character. Like we're going to do a booty video at a car dealership and mm-hmm. riffraff is uh car, sells cars and we'll let him do whatever he wants to do with that character. And we're gonna do nothing. <laughs> nothing. We're just gonna do a booty video, otherwise, right? Just like a, like it's literally like get in a line and rap. He, he sells a card to uh, Bertha, Bertha Selsby, who is identified <laughs> as a as a satisfied Big Hanks customer. Big Hanks is uh, yeah, he upsells her. I think eh? a little bit. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he sells her in a, <laughs> to a car that that says, and I'm trying to figure out if this is some weird typo or something. But on the front of the car, it says 137,262 cash. Right. No, that's not a typo. <laughs> that's just being absurd, insane. So yeah, and but the funny thing is, like a lot of these cars are like you know 2002 Altimas, and like one in the car that he sells her gets her into is. A one hundred and forty thousand dollar used car. Well, they do have a handful of like rap video cars sprinkled yeah. around because there's like there are scenes when Riff Raff, like Riff Raff never raps as this Jimmy character, right. but there are scenes where Riff Raff is playing is is himself and he's dresses himself and he's wearing a ridiculous snow hat, right. and in those scenes he's he's actually Riff Raff, but in the when otherwise. He's just in character. And I try to figure out like what they told this woman. Like if they gave her, <laughs> if they gave her any direction or if it was just like, just go on for the ride, just agree with everything this guy tells you. Because basically the whole video is just her like smiling and nodding and just like, right, yes. Huh? 
Yes. It, it leads like, to one of the my favorite, and we shouldn't mention this, directed by Motion Family, which is notable. Um, but it leads to one of my favorite shots in recent memory of a music video, because like you said, it's a booty music video. There's all sorts of ladies dressed up in what I want to think they imagine is business, like business attire, um, <laughs> really tight dresses in black and white but there's a scene where this woman bertha who's dressed in like a very blue conservative blue dress she looks like nancy reagan a little bit um and like white pearls is like signing on a clipboard signing paperwork and smiling while everybody around her is like dancing and twerking it's amazing in every every way the kid from Ray Sermon is terrible in this song. He's basically like screaming the entire it's time. Terrible riffraff verse is not. It's not. It's not high quality riffraff versage either. He's done. He's had a lot better. Like this is just like neither of these guys are really great rappers. Like riffraff shows up and does something good every once in a while in terms of rapping. This is not one of those occasions. And the beat is just like just like very like hits you in the head t- style. It's almost better to like. It's good that they go to the diegetic sound. Um, I have to say, Riff Raff's performance impressed me, though. I, I didn't really expect that. I thought he did really good. Oh, is it actor, you mean? Yeah, yeah, like his actual acting performance. It's when, he, it's when he does that that makes me pretty sure that he's doing that always. Yeah, for sure. It's, that was actually something that I thought of. Like, the whole Riff Raff thing is, is probably an act. Yeah, because he's, like, he's using vernacular as his character, that is like too tuned in to what this character's vernacular would be, and it makes me feel like okay, he's able to kind of do that. He's kind Absolutely. of like he can be like an alley G, but he, he's he's doing it in a different way because he still has to maintain some of the riffraff. Like it really gets kind of confusing. Like uh, he's probably not too far from, but it, I think he's just like a lot more conscious of stuff. But yeah, he it really does prove that he can like play play a character. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's uh, it's worth mentioning that they have a lady in this video who is 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 just is just pulling her breasts out for no reason, and then she's got a uh, caution tape over them. Hmm. It's a nice touch. It's those little touches that really kind of push a video over the edge. It really, <laughs> it really is. Oh yeah, I see that. The um, it's really subtle. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, you blink and you miss it. Um, <laughs> The, the I feel like there's a girl in this video that was in the um, Two Chains birthday song video. I just they, I can't place who it is. I you just, know that butt when you see it. Right? I, yeah, I, I definitely know that butt. Um, I just get well, that feeling. Well, aren't there in the Two Chains birthday song? Oh wait, no, they're not. They're not wearing suits in that video. They're wearing similar dresses, I think. Um, but yeah, I think Riff Raff he definitely does a great. He may have heard that there's a fa- kind of a famous recent within the last year and a half or so, this American Life episode about a car, car dealership where they, they kind of follow a car dealership for a while. <laughs> and I feel like this was there's like little elements of that that kind of feel like it was it was at least somebody had heard about that and maybe it inspired this video a little bit. So anyway, Here, here's a quick question: Do you guys think they they would this video would like if Riff Raff wasn't in this song and not in this video, I feel like this is still the video they would have tried to make for this song, and it would have been so bad. Yeah, I think Riff Raff like, definitely makes it, but if, we, if he wasn't in it, they still would have made it. Yeah, this is, would be it. This is what Mike Will was still going to do. <laughs> Just walk around. And uh, big shouts to Waka Flock of Flame. He shows up. He makes, he makes a little cam, cam, cam jam. That's what we call it here. We call them the cam jam. <laughs> fucking assholes. Uh, let's move on to another video. What do you think? No. All right. Uh, Adam, what are you? Uh, what were you excited about this week? I feel like we should probably because it's looming over me. We should probably get Grimes reality out of the way because I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get teamed up on. Uh, for your love or hate? I, I'm a fan. Okay. And and Doug and I have kind of had a, a little precursor to this conversation. Doug is not a fan in okay. any way. He kind of alluded to it uh, earlier on in the show. I did. I didn't allude to it. I said that this video was Yeah, you, you said it was shit. Yeah, basically. I didn't know it was an illusion. Well, it's a tour video. It's one of those Japan tour videos. So why don't you, why right. don't you walk, us through, walk it through us for us a little bit? 
So basically, and, and this is kind of my defense for the video, and I'm not going to try to persuade anyone to like this video if they don't like it. And, and, and I'm not in any way stating that it's like an unbelievable video, but I think the story behind it is that, um, and I mean, this is all um, hearsay. This is what, what Claire Boucher, who is Grimes, has stated, that this track was never meant to be released and apparently is an unfinished track. And I think this video was, was released very quickly on a low budget. It's old tour footage from 2013 that was basically just edit, edited together really quickly. She's not trying to make a great music video with this. It was meant as like a quick surprise release, apparently, to, to say thank you to the fans in Asia because this was shot during her tour. The things that I like about it is uh, I think Grimes is, is super charismatic on camera and pretty much anything that she's going to be in, I'm going to be probably a fan of. I'm like a huge Grimes fan. And I also really like the, the styling of the video. Her hair looks really cool. She's got like a, a two-tone kind of a faded hairstyle that looks amazing. And, and those are the reasons why I like the video. So yeah, Doug, what are your thoughts on this video? Uh, well, I'm, first of all, I'm really bummed that she scrapped this album. I feel for like. sure because I, and I feel like it was like, it seemed like she, she put out that song that was supposed to be for Rihanna right. and like, and like got pushed back. But like this, this is a great song, isn't it? Absolutely. It's was, really good. And I, jogger, and I memories, was, jogger memories about the album being pushed back. Cause I remember something about her putting she, an album back is like, it people was were. Scrapped. Yeah. She she just threw it away. Yeah. She stopped it. She's not she and started over. Cuz she released that what, what was that song Adam? It was Go. And I do Go. think that was the catalyst for the cancellation of the album uh, because it divided her fan base and I think that caused her to rethink what she was trying to do. And Go, Go seems like such a, like a lot different. Like this this feels a lot more like her last album, this song. Well, this doesn't it, feel like it, Go as much. It does, but it's still a push forward towards a more accessible sound versus what was yeah, on Visions. You. I dare you. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and God, I wish she had released that album. If if, if Go and this track are any uh, are any idea of what we could have expected, I think it would have been like a really great album. And I mean, she signed to to Jay Z's label now, so I, I don't really know. I, I don't think she knows what to do. It's weird. Um, she's gonna uh, she's gonna start a rapping career. Talk about how she used to sell drugs back in Brooklyn or whatever Jay Z <laughs> enjoys talking about. Maybe. Um, He's to, he. I've heard him sit talk about that. Um, <laughs> I uh, I so I, uh, I this this video feels like all of the things that you described it as. Adam. It feels like a video that was kind of thrown together with with tour footage and um but it just like i don't it, it, everything feels it, it it feels like they were trying to have some things composed here though right it doesn't feel thrown together so much where like she's not performing like she is performing right. it they seem to try to compose these shots in a way that was like interesting and i just i feel like all of those attempts were swings swings and misses right like they're like the the things that probably could have been visually dynamic, I feel like all of those kind of miss for me. Like all yeah, of these, I mean, like these with the backlit shots of chickens and 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 stuff that <laughs> that looks like something I would make. But this is like like describing this video and describing the Oblivion video. It's not significantly different. Um, just in, if you were to just like describe the actions that happen in the video. In the right. in the Oblivion video, she's kind of framed in the center a lot, performing a song into the camera um, in a place that that's unusual to where she normally would per be performing a song, and that's kind of the same thing that's happening in the reality video. But the difference between the reality of the video and the Oblivion video is the lack of a professional film crew and director involved with the project. I feel like. Yeah, I'll give you that for sure. It definitely and, seems filmed on like, you know, uh, a shitty camcorder, whatever, cell phone. But I mean, 
her performance. I love her performance. I love the way she dances and how she executes like her her music video performance, and and that's all there. And those are the things I like about a Grimes video. I don't, so. I don't, but I don't know if there. I think she's there, and some of it's there, but it's not as polished as it would be. And I also, I don't. No, it's not. I don't think that this was shot with an iPhone. I think that this was no. shot. I, I think that this was. They used good equipment, and they just didn't know how to use it. Maybe or like. Just yeah, they just like lacked. Yeah, I don't understand where you're getting that from. This looks like a a fine, visually appealing video. I didn't really see anything about this that that struck me as like, oh boy, what a bunch of amateurs. I thought it was. I mean, the, the, there's there's black spaces between a lot of the cutting. It's it's a like there's not. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, there's there's black spaces between several cuts. Um, and there's like it, there's just not like a coherent color palette to the video that that you see across the shots. Like you don't, it doesn't feel like this. Like this feels like all raw footage to me. It feels like yeah. It feels. But like I mean, I'm, I'm not sure they were going for polished. I I think she just whipped this thing out of nowhere. Like they just but, threw this together with an old footage that they had and release this track that wasn't supposed to be released. Yeah, but I'm like, there's only one scale to judge a music video on, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Regardless of what happens, I'm still getting at me as, like, the internet viewer of this music video. I'm getting yeah. all music videos the same way. And so there's only TV and internet difference where the polished stuff goes on TV. Like, this is a Grimes music video in the same place that I saw the last one. And, it's, and it doesn't have those elements that f make it seem like it was done by people who are like professional filmmakers i did notice she's got her brother down as dp in the uh in the very last in the credits of the video and uh the last video for go also credited her and her brother as a directing duo so yeah, uh, and on i guess comfort. it's an extension of that they're, i guess they're maybe trying to make a go at something like that no they, de they they definitely are on her tumblr it's like why do i hire a photographer my brother's a photographer that's that it, it literally she literally like i just like am so and maybe he is and, and maybe we haven't seen the you know some really great evidence of that yet maybe they're maybe they're working on something and we'll be blown away someday you never know so in defense of this of this video, because um, I think it's it's fine. I mean, it's not one of my favorite videos, but I think it's fine. I, I think it's interesting to me because it fits in this tradition of this music video tradition that I don't think has really been looked at very closely, which is like the I'm in Japan, here's my tour footage video, uh, which if you kind of look closer, like a lot of bands have this kind of thing. Because Japan, you know, they get to Japan, not a lot of time to make a music video. Maybe, like, they're there in, like, the second single, their album cycle, and they need another kind of, like, lower-budget video. And they're like, well, we're around all this cool stuff, and we want to show people that, like, we're very popular everywhere. And this place that seems, like, alien to most people to the main audience in America or the audience in America would look at this and be like, where are you? You look like you're on another planet, but you know, you walk among these people and they love you and look at all the people that are at your concert and they're just obsessed with you. Um, and I find that really interesting that that is a thing. You don't see a lot of music videos where it's like the tour music video from I don't know, Australia or whatever, or Europe or whatever, because everybody knows Europe is just a you know a weird version of America. They're they're completely freaked out about the things that are going on in Asia and how colorful and how weird it is and how it looks like an alien you know alien planet basically. Um, and on that scale, I think it's it's relatively successful. It finds some interesting weird things. It has all those ingredients that this kind of video has, where she's kind of hanging around uh, places on her off time and she's at a concert where everybody is just so overwhelmed to be there and loves her. Um, so I think, you know, if, if this, you kind of have to look at it in that context of that, that Asian tour video context. Well, and, and I, I think it, I think in that it, it works. Or I, even I think, it, well, when, if you couple, the, if you couple that context with the context that Adam provided for it before, with the fact that this is an unfinished song um, 
that she's like not going to finish. Like I feel like having an like an unfinished vibe in the video is it, it, reflective of that, and it, and I see it, it it making more sense. And yeah, like definitely, like I'm not saying that Grimes and her brother, if going to Tokyo, are incapable of like capturing cool looking images. I you know every person I follow on Instagram like is find some fun stuff every once in a while and like my my friends are like it's insurance salesmen so <laughs> you know like anybody's capable of like finding a great image it's just like putting it together in like an overall piece is what is what's lacking for me you know and so you know maybe I was being unnecessarily hard on it because I just was so bummed that like <laughs> I feel like I'm bummed about a lot of stuff like I'm bummed that like this this album got scrapped and I'm bummed that uh you know like I feel like she Grimes is super dynamic to watch perform in a music video and I'm just like bummed that I don't get to watch it in a in a way that is like at the same level as her music is. Hmm. Yeah, and, uh, I hear you on that. And the, For sure. and, the, and the lights my light bulbs just went burnt out. Oh. So that's that's fun. Oh, you know you gotta get one of those at the store. They sell they sell light bulbs at the store. You you replace them. It, it works out pretty well. Oddly enough, I had a candle burning because I was I like to set the mood for the podcast. Ooh, wow. I didn't know that. I do not have a candle burning. <laughs> so I'm already good to go on that. Is, is it a scented scented candle? Yeah, cinnamon apple. Um, nice. Which is different than apple cinnamon. I found out. Now, do you do you burn a different <laughs> candle when you have a Tinder date, or is it still the cinnamon apple? No, it's uh, same candle, same <laughs> nice. flavor. I'm a, I'm a, but but my Tinder dates frequently take place in the room that I'm in now because I like to uh, just like go through Code Academy classes with my Tinder dates. It's just fun. <laughs> so I learned how to code. For like, I'm like, come on, we're learning how to code. Maybe like figure out how to hand wash our clothes. Are you learning how to code? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Why would that excite you? I could like start. I could. Uh, I could lend a hand. No, Adam's lighting a candle. Uh, what? He's real excited. Yeah. Whoa, I get it now. Uh, there's a lot of videos left. Let's try to squeeze some of these puppies in. Can we talk about what I like? Uh, is there any I like? Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about Dev Hines and uh, Nia Sherry. Hmm. Um, you guys, what do you guys think? Well, you brought it up. You got to tell us about it. Okay, He, She, Me is the name of the song. It's directed by Catherine Ferguson and Alex Turvey. Mm-hmm. And this is also a fashion film um, for... Uh, Selfridges? Uh, self, Selfridges. Fashion film for Selfridges. And, it's, and also a music video um, for this original song by Deb Hines. Who is Blood Orange and uh, Nia Cherry? Adam Alexander, do you know Nia Cherry? Yeah, am she's I like a her... school kind of R and B artist? She's saying... she's a bit of an older artist. Am I saying... Do you think I'm saying your name right? Uh, that's how I would say it. Cool. Um, so the video stars Harry Neef, which is another name I'm hoping I'm saying right. Harry Neef, who um is a uh, trans female. Right, Adam? Do you know why did I get that this get, job? That gets tricky. There's a video that has people who are, you know, trans, uh, people who probably identify who are like biologically male but identify as female or vice versa. But the whole cast is, is um, is are members of the trans community. I would. And it's a dance music likely. video, which is important. Um, right. This is a music video where I was. You you picked this. I think it just came out today. We're recording this on Thursday, March twelfth, mm-hmm. two thousand fifteen. And Doug sent it to us, and I was watching it. I'm like, hmm, I feel a Ryan Heffington vibe. And I looked at it, and <laughs> sure enough, I was like, I'm getting really good at recognizing when Ryan Heffington is choreographed or something. Cause <laughs> Isn't that awesome, though? It is. It is. It, because it it, it 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 has a vibe, but it never has, like, it's not like he's, like, it's not like he has, like, the sprinkler move or something. Everybody's a sprinkler move in his whole videos. It's just a very, it's, like, a very thing that I could never describe. But as soon as I see it, I'm like, I know that. <laughs> that's, that's, I feel like Ryan Heffington had a hand in this. How funny would it be if he had, like, just... Like, <laughs> that's probably coming. That'll be the next Sia video. They'll do the sprinkler. Yeah. 
Dude. That would be amazing. I would pay um, to see that, even if you see it and Maddie Ziegler made that for, for me. You can leave Shia LaBeouf out of it if you want. <laughs> so to you guys. Um, I didn't realize Huffington was involved. That's really cool, and it makes sense now that you've mentioned it. You can totally pick up on that. And there are all these... It's It has like a kind of a Fleur and Manu vibe to me in parts. Uh, I don't know if you guys got that as well. Just like the geometric shapes mm-hmm. and the darkness yeah. and like the like the the starkness of the cinematography which was shot by a uh, dp jake scott really talented dp who's done some some pretty amazing stuff yeah um, is it a single take um I, I, it I seems know. like one to me yeah i think they hide some cuts in here i think they hide some cuts when in it's here. dark i think you can hide some cuts pretty yeah oh yeah well. definitely Definitely. But it is it is like a lot of really long takes though. Um either way, you yeah. know. You know, they hold on a lot of stuff and um oh, it's yeah, a, it's it's such a it's really beautiful video though. And the and I the, dance, it. the dancing is everywhere. They're like within the, this um, crazy The final match. shot reminded me a lot of the the jungle series of videos they always have the final shot revealing the cast and they're also dance performance videos too i wonder if there's a connection there i i think that it's always interesting when like things that are in the public consciousness that are being debated culturally kind of bubble up in media and that's that's i think it has to like that's where those things get expressed and I'm really excited about the idea of music videos being an area where those ideas get expressed. You know, there's been a lot of, you know, with like the incidents in Ferguson and and all these different things uh, happen that are racially related in the United States over the last few years. There have been different pieces of media that have kind of come up that have dealt with that. We had the movie Selma, which was about the, the civil rights march that just had its 50th anniversary last week. Um, and, uh, you know, that was a feature film, obviously, that was nominated for a Best Picture Oscar. But I think it's really interesting when those kind of issues come into music videos. And there's another music video that I think we'll talk about that deals with the subject of, of race relations. But it's been really interesting to, to watch these sort of uh, um, issues of, like, gender identity become uh, you know fodder for music videos. I think we saw that really clearly and probably most vividly for me i think in the arcade fire we exist video directed by david wilson which of which there's a fantastic commentary on on our site about um but we're also getting like pieces like this which are really like they don't have like an overt political message or like moral morality tale like we exist has but they it's are, it's like ba- uh, there's a political message kind of like baked into this video. Yeah, it, like it can't be it can't really exist without the kind of political message. Even the fact that it's existing is sort of a political message. Right, know? exactly. And it's actually interesting. You mentioned David Wilson. That's actually he, uh, he tweeted this video today, and that's how I found it. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Wilson tweeted it. He was very excited about it. Uh, but it's inter- it's just you know obviously he's a supporter of. Um, you know this being out in the culture and i think music videos play an interesting role in bringing that in because it's you know obviously music and the film worlds are very open and accepting worlds that have like a window and like a way to get you know pieces like videos into people's homes um you know through music and through through film and you know, I feel like in the past, like music videos have been popular, but they haven't really exactly been like vehicles of like cultural change or like shifting cultural views on different subjects. But I feel like that could be that could that could change in the future uh, with how kind of prevalent music videos are and how many music videos people are consuming. So videos like this are obviously not going to, uh, you know, jump out of the charts and, and make any, you know, like make a huge impact, I don't think. Uh, but they're definitely important. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and um, it's, and and you know, I, I feel like um, Dev Hines is a pretty famous, famous dude. I think that he, um, so his involvement kind of like, and this is a great song too. Um, you know, I think that it, it expands some of the reach of this this type of video. 
It's actually a very interesting choice of artists as well because uh, both Deb Hines and uh, and Nanny Cherry are both uh, slightly androgynous types, so it actually fits in really well with that idea of gender as well. So yeah, it's it's a cool video. Should we talk about the kind of the other end of the spectrum here with the James Lee's video that came out this week as well? Yeah, totally. Um, so this week, uh, um, uh, it, it, the video is called, it's actually two songs, um, but we have them listed under a single music video title, The Future is Slow Coming by Benjamin Booker, directed by James Lees, and this is a kind of a complex video to describe, I suppose. Um, James Lees has been on this podcast, he's a fantastic director, um, it's the story of this, uh, I don't know, probably our age, late 20s, uh, black guy who is, it feels like he's in like a Groundhog Day kind of state. Uh, yeah, he's actually like, well, the singer, right, Doug? Uh, do you I know think that is, I do think that's... That's, that's, that's Benjamin, true. yeah. Um, and yeah, it is It is like a way less funny version of Groundhog <laughs> Day. Like if Groundhog Day was about police brutality and, and, and violence... Um, and this takes, yeah, this takes place in the past, um, obviously, or maybe it doesn't. That's what there's so many ambiguous yeah. things about this video. But it's so really I think what, what's happening is he's like kind of it's the same. He keeps driving past the same location, mm-hmm. and kind of different things are playing out that are emblematic of both the past and now. Like you get, you're getting like hands up, don't shoot style, like very like. Um, of nat- like 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 chants and protests that are that you hear now, and then you're also getting kind of like what what seems to be, um, you know, his car is old, and some like it just seems like you're getting kind of a, of the of the past kind of dealings with you know racial conflict um, represented as well, and he kind of keeps driving past it, more of like an, an outsider to it. Um, for the most part of the video and just kind of like keeps driving by it and seeing it and and kind of having to just kind of deal with looking at it. So it's a small town. Um, we assume somewhere out in the American South. And yeah, he keeps driving past and it's just, it's like a small group, but there's like police officers there um, who are... Uh, I, I thought that the lunch counter somehow played a role in this because he keeps going into... A lunch counter that is obvious, that is all black, and and sitting down, which I believe that's the deal back then. It was like there was the white lunch counters and the black yeah. I think counters. that you see some like se- like different types of segregation going on. Yeah, I think you're getting a little bit of that. It is interesting. It's a small group, but I think that that actually has has like and it, and that stuck out to me as at first. And I'm like, oh, that's a kind of a small group for all those cops, like. Maybe they couldn't get enough actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I remember James Lees has done music videos with massive amounts of actors. But I also think that, like, um, that's kind of the deal right now, right? Like, over-policing, too many police for, like, not that big of an issue. Um, and I feel like that could be being played out in this video, too, in, like, a, in a more subtle way with, like, just as many cops there with just, like, a handful of protesters you know, I think that that's kind of representative of kind of what's happening now and still. Yeah, maybe intentional on that part. Yeah, totally. Um, it's interesting the way they cut up this video because, and I, and I and honestly, I watched this video a few times and I didn't see any like clear demarcation that showed like if he, you know, what time period he was in or like how he was, because I thought at some point he was driving past a, like a grave marker on the side of the road and it, it I thought it saw at some point he was up to it and there's a picture of him on the cross. Um, I don't know if any of you guys got There's definitely a picture of somebody and it looked like him. And that could be another, like the, the, like the fact that it's ambiguous on when certain things are taking place and it could be then, it could be now. Like that can also tie into the, the like t- what this video is about essentially, you know, and that it's, it's just as bad always you know it's been it's bad now it's bad it was bad in the past and it's like hasn't really improved yeah it doesn't matter what time period he's in he right. could be in now or or in the 1960s then he's still gonna run into the same problems and the problem he runs into is he's arrested at this somebody shot at this 
uh, kerfuffle and he's put in the back of a police car and instead of taken to a jail he's taken out into a field at dusk and they kind of he runs away and they uh, and they, they shoot at him and then he finds his way into a party where he starts uh, playing guitar it's a really and that's where the two songs come in that the first song ends when he's arrested I, I really loved this video. I thought it was a great, really ambitious narrative structure to take on for a music video, and I thought it worked really well. Yeah, and for not really like a huge artist either. I think Benjamin Booker is just kind of I had never heard of him, and you know this video is not like massively, you know, it's not it's not got Mike Will made it numbers. No way. But <laughs> I wonder if Riff Raff could have been a, played a part in this though. <laughs> That's weird. Um, um, <laughs> Riff Raff is one of the police officers. Oh my god! Could you imagine like this? Like 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 James Lee's was like, yeah, I'm just gonna try to like see if he could just kind of fit into the story and just put Riff Raff into this video and just no mention of it. Riff Raff is just a cop, <laughs> and it's like all these things. It's just like, this beautiful video that you're like locked into, it, like. Because, yeah, you don't necessarily know what's going on. You're, like, you don't really have a full grasp of the narrative, but you're just, like, on board because of, like, just the tone and, like, you're, you're you, like, feel for, for the main character and you are just on for the ride. And then, like, suddenly it's just like, is that fucking Riff Raff? He's got an MTV tattoo on his neck. Um, yeah, so that, w- that would be great. I'm going to, uh, we should email James. James, and, if you're listening, we got a great yeah, idea. Yeah, next time, remake this video, right? right. Do this video again. Put Riff Raff Don't in Don't even it. do it again. Just cut him in. Just <laughs> right. right in there. Just paint Riff Raff into this video. <laughs> and then every so often, like, this music stops and Riff Raff is starting talking to the camera about being a policeman. Um, <laughs> He's like, I've been a policeman for about 14 years now. <laughs> <laughs> So good. It would be a different character. It would not be the. It would not be the Frank character from the Mike Will made a video. I feel um, like it could I, be a similar character. I feel like I like how we talked to turn this very serious video to us talking about how Riff Raff <laughs> can make it make it better or not. Um, but I loved this video. It had some amazing shots. The shot of him running through the field, the tracking shot is is amazing. It was it's like such a good video. Yeah, as if you were watching a feature film. Hmm. One of those. Yeah. What are we doing? Uh, So I I wonder if we should uh, end by talking a little bit about the South by Southwest that's coming up in in the next week or so. Oh, we're not going to work Bjork in. I don't really super feel need to talk about Bjork, but if we want to talk about her... We, we don't have to talk about it. Bjork made put out a music video this week. She did, and I just don't... There's... It's her in a dress writhing around. I don't feel there's... I'll just, I'll just quickly state okay. that I'm a big fan of it. We don't have to go into detail, but I don't well, want to like, little, make it sound shit. Some reason, some reason. Yeah, explain why you're a big fan, other than the fact that you like Bjork a lot. Yeah, well, that's... Well, I mean, this is just... I mean, this is the kind of video that uh, that she does, like, no one else can do. This doesn't look like another visual that I've seen. The costume is crazy. It's the same costume as the cover of Von Likura. And uh, the performance is unique, and and unique really sums up the whole thing, and and that's what Bjork is all about. And this, uh, this it, it's like every those... every Inez and Venuta video that I've seen, uh, it's got that vibe. It feels it feels so much like this four or five seconds Rihanna video from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it, in in a lot of ways, it does. Like it's it's Bjork instead of Rihanna and. Kanye West, but like they use, they're in the same place. They're in the same place, and uh, it's like in a white psych for a lot of it. It's just, just like their videos are very like stripped back, and this is like a lot of the same shit happening. I do like this one point though when she does this little thing with her finger. Yeah, you guys, the performance you guys know, is so cool. You guys know the part though with her finger mm. where she's like sasses it up for a sec. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Bjork sure. sasses it up. Yeah, yeah, she does a few times in this. But, I mean, you, you guys are making this sound uh, kind of like you're not really a fans, but you did staff pick it. Well, right. Because oh, I, Bjork, I did because Bjork put out a video. And, uh, no, it's not a terrible video. But I do think that, like, when it, when Bjork puts out a music video that I think that it it needs to be pushed up to the top and, and people should look at it. So I feel like that's... Staff pick 
the IMVDB pick doesn't necessarily mean it's always the best video. It's more of just the videos that we think people should be looking at. Hmm. Okay. Do you guys do you guys disagree of that of I, that being the I staff pick all over this video. I, I'm a huge fan. Ooh. Yeah, that's a that's a weird way to describe it. That's exactly yeah, how I'm describing it. it. <laughs> I'm trying to find this finger, this sass finger moment that I really love because yeah, I want. She kind of like does a little, almost like a wink when she does it too. Take a screenshot and we'll put cool. it as the yeah the thing. We certainly aren't going to use the weird like. Well, it's. Always... I do think that she has a bigger video yet to come, which I thought was going to be the first video, but they surprised us with this one. I think and I think, a... Adam, you'll even like the next one. Ooh. I think there's an interactive one coming, maybe. Yeah, um, something and I think, we, I think it's, we should also mention that this video is coming. Uh, the, her MoMA exhibit is, is opening this weekend, um, I think. To mixed reviews. It's, it's definitely open. It might be open already. The um, art critics are not a fan. Hmm. Well, our, your our fans, fans, our fans. I read an article one time. Uh, who is curating that? Is it Andrew Thomas Wang? He's definitely involved. I think he's, I don't know in what capacity, mm-hmm. but he's definitely a, a, a major contributor to that, I think. And he's directing the video that I thought was coming out first. I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a good one. So... We can do a little uh, south, do a little south by chatty. Well, just to, to let people know what's going to be there in case you're going to be there. We will not, unfortunately, this year. Um, Doug, you were at it last year, and I was at the year before. I'd love to go next year. Maybe we will. Um, but one of the things I'm going to really miss seeing on the big screen because I think one of the the great things about South by Southwest is obviously the facilities are top notch, um, and that is seeing Tim Hendricks video for <laughs> Make Some Noise by Valentino Khan featuring DJ Cool, who you may remember is a video that we talked about on this podcast. Yeah, Tim Hendricks was on this podcast and uh, it features a uh, llama that is shooting fire out of its eyes and, and saying everybody make some noise. So I would love to see that on the big screen, but the, the one that I, that I would love to see on the big screen um, that I'm going to miss is... Uh, Gold by Chet Faker, directed by Hiro Mirai, which, if anybody watched the Apple announcement from this week, uh, there is a new MacBook that Apple's releasing, and for the first time they have a gold laptop, and their little reveal video for this was set to gold by Chet Faker, which I thought was kind of fun. Clever. It's weird that um, that Apple's made their third color gold, because you can get a gold iPhone. Yeah. Um, why not? I mean, what the fuck? Why? What? What makes any other color better? I guess. What yeah. makes anything? What makes anything better? Um, oh, no. So there are. Two, I, I think there. There will be three chances. If you are going to South by Southwest, I think there are three chances, at least three, to see music videos. Um, obviously, the music video showcase, hmm. um, which we which we just talked about. I think there is a. Um, they do a, like a midnight midnight short screening, and a lot of times there's music videos in there. They're just like the weird ones. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's a Vimeo staff pick screening that also will have some music videos. So if, go to any of those if you want to see music videos and you're in South by Southwest. Ba-bam. Um, well, I think we did it, you guys. Man, we sure did. 